No devotee was so dear and near to Swamiji Maharaj as Hazur Maharaj Raisalagram Bahadur was. Once Swamiji said, I do not know whether I am Salagram's guru or he is mine. Today on this satsang edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio, Prem Updesh Radhaswami, or when translated from Hindi into contemporary English, the love teachings of the Lord of the Soul, specifically the teachings of Hazur Maharaj Raisalagram Bahadur. I've collected the books of Hazur for many years and studied his teachings for a very long time. It's as if he was my guru in a past life. I've been a fan of his for a very long time. And on today's program, some background about him, the, the love chapter of his teachings and his guidance about spiritual practice, the Radhaswami faith, a lot of very wonderful teachings are to be found in the writings of Hazur Maharaj. There is a document called The Last Words of Swamiji on his last day on this earth in the 19th century. Seth Sundarshan Singh asked who they should look to for guidance after him, after Swamiji departs, in other words. Swamiji Maharaj said, whoever needs spiritual guidance should seek it from Salagram, unquote. Addressing Lala Seth Pratap Singh, Swamiji Maharaj observed, the faith I had given out was that of Satnam and Anami, true name and the nameless. The Radhaswami faith has been introduced by Salagram, or Hazur Maharaj. You should let it also continue. Satsang must go on. Satsang shall spread far and wide in future. Unquote. That's from the last words of Swamiji. Indeed, the Radhaswami Satsang did spread far and wide. The Radhaswami branch of the path of Sant Mat has millions of followers worldwide. This is from the love chapter of Hazur Maharaj Rai Salagram Bahadur on God Bhakti, God Devotion. And it's from the very first Sant Mat book to be published in the English language long ago called Radhaswami Mat Prakash. When translated into English, this means the teachings or shedding light on the teachings of the Radhaswami faith or light on the teachings of the Lord of the soul. This practice can be conducted easily and comfortably if the devotee has love for the Supreme Being. Without love, it will be too hard and difficult to practice Surat Shabd Yoga 
inner light and sound meditation with any good result to be obtained within a short time. The Supreme Being, being a boundless ocean of spirit or love, and human being, being a drop or current of spirit or love from this ocean, and love being the very essence and means of existence of the whole creation. It follows that no effort in any direction, temporal or spiritual, unless actuated by love or affectionate regard, can be crowned with success. And the work or labor rendered easy, sweet, and harmonious. Love is most sublime, having its origin in the highest region, the abode of the Supreme Being. In whatever heart it springs up, it will gradually raise and carry the fortunate possessor of this lofty and noble passion to the highest region. All good qualities and goodness itself will gradually find their home in the heart in which love dwells, and all bad qualities will be rooted out by and by. Whatever a man fully of pure love thinks or does is all wisdom, while the thoughts and works of the worldly wise are all full of selfishness and folly. Hazur Maharaj said, Knowledge without love for the Supreme Being is futile and tends towards untruth and darkness or materialism, while love turns everything to good use and leads to enlightenment and truth. It leads to enlightenment and truth. Even worldly love is attended with goodness, happiness, and comfort to all concerned. How much more good would then result to humanity in general if the same love becomes spiritual and be directed towards the Supreme Being, the compassionate and kind parent of the whole creation? Self-love brings on egotism and pride and sows the seed of hatred, jealousy, and disregard in the minds of kindreds, associates, and neighbors. While pure and sacred love for the Supreme Being creates in the heart humility, meekness, and an affectionate regard for kindreds, neighbors, and humanity in general. Pure and holy love is always ready to spend, regardless, whatever it has to for the sake of the Beloved, the Supreme Father, and the benefit of humanity without any distinction. Whereas self-love or love of world always tries to appropriate everything to itself, even at the risk and loss of others. Pure and holy love is always ready to sacrifice anything whatsoever to gain admission into the presence of the beloved, 
the Supreme Being. Whereas self-love will never part with anything except for the sake of its own aggrandizement and indulgence. The noble passion of love is most powerful and strong. It removes all obstacles and thorns in its way and discards all superstitions, doubts, and skepticism. Where pure love dwells, there sheds the light of grace. Where pure love dwells, there sheds the light of grace. As it forms a link with the spirit or love current from its source, the Supreme Being. Such is the strength and effect of affection and kind treatment that it subdues all injurious and dangerous characteristics in beasts and other animals. That is to say, they begin to love and have an affectionate regard for others. A heart devoid of love or affection is as hard as stone and does not form a suitable receptacle for the light of heavenly grace and mercy. I'm going to read that again. A heart devoid of love or affection is as hard as stone and does not form a suitable receptacle for the light of heavenly grace and mercy. Sincere love is reciprocal. So if one has a heart full of love for the Supreme Being, he is sure to be affected, he is sure to be attracted towards him by grace, mercy, and holy light, which will gradually illumine his inner self. And then all menial affections and desires will gradually disappear. Sincere love is reciprocal. So if one has a heart full of love for the Supreme Being, he is sure to be attracted towards him by grace, mercy, and holy light, which will gradually illumine his inner self, and then all menial affections and desires will gradually disappear. Love, or the power of attraction, is the basis of the whole creation and the cause of its sustenance and preservation. The Supreme Being loves and takes special care of those who love Him with all their heart and soul, and gradually draws them towards Himself, the grand center of pure light and attraction. While those whose hearts are imbued with worldly love recede from this center, or in other words, they of themselves fly away towards the circumference or darkness. Every wave of love rising in a lover's heart brings tidings of goodness and joy from the beloved, and every thought springing up in such a heart is a harbinger of good works and good services for the sake of the beloved. Love has no bounds, knows no restrictions, and is not limited by conditions, and like its source, is extensive and far-reaching in its beneficial results. The Love Chapter of Hazur Maharaj from the book Radhaswami Mat Prakash 
light on the teachings of the Lord of the Soul, or Radhaswami. That's what the word Radhaswami means. Lord of the Soul. It's a name for the Supreme Being in the Radhaswami faith. Name for the Ocean of Love. A name given to the Nameless One, or Anami. The Supreme Being, or Sat Parush. A name for the Supreme Being, the Boundless Ocean of Spirit. Radhaswami. Lord of the Soul. Agim Prasad Mathur, in his wonderful book, Petals of Love, says, in a nutshell, the Radhaswami faith is a gospel of love. Love towards the holy feet of Radhaswami Dayal, the compassionate Lord of the soul. Love towards the guru of the time, and love with all the human beings is its cardinal message. The practice of Surat Shabd Yoga, inner light and sound meditation, is dependent on the love generated in the devotee's heart for the Supreme Being, Radhaswami Dayal, the merciful Lord of the Soul, Anami, Sat Parush. The Radhaswami faith, or Sant Mat, therefore advocates the blending of yoga with bhakti, or love and devotion. Again, Prasad Mathur, in his great spiritual discourse collection known as Petals of Love. And here, what this is referring to is not Hatha Yoga or physical exercise yoga, but the yoga of inner light and sound meditation, or Surat Shab Yoga. You'll find in the teachings of Huzur Maharaj a great emphasis on love and devotion that reminds one of Rumi poetry. Love for the beloved. Lovers or devotees in love with their beloved Lord, Supreme Being. That love element is considered absolutely essential in the teachings of the Radhaswami faith. In other words, dry discipline is not enough. It's not enough just to mechanically do one's meditation practices. There must be a foundation of love, a motive of love, that opens up a pathway to the highest of heavens. So there's a great emphasis on love, devotion, bhakti, love for the beloved in the teachings of Hazur Maharaj, Raisalagram Bahadur. spiritual classic Prembani Radhaswami Hazur Maharaj says he will redeem you in a moment 
believe what I say is true. Know that Radhaswami is your true beloved. His heart is overflowing with compassion for souls. He imparts them on his own strength and redeems them. Have no anxiety or worry in your mind now. Utter Radhaswami, 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 every moment. Always utter Radhaswami, the name of the compassionate Supreme Being. Then only will mind and call the Lord of Illusion become powerless against you. Radhaswami is my most beloved Lord. None other than He comes to mind. I sing praises of Radhaswami again and again and shall remain at his holy feet ever alert and vigilant. I discard all the evil tendencies of the mind and enshrine Radhaswami Nam in my heart. I sing Radhaswami, Radhaswami, Radhaswami every moment. Hazur Maharaj from a collection of hymns sung in satsang called Prem Bani Radhaswami, Volume 1. Devotional Practices of the Radhaswami Faith. This is from Prem Patra Radhaswami, Volume 1. 1. Simran, the repetition of the holy name, in this case Radhaswami. 2. Simran and Dhyan, repetition of the name, the mantra of the name Radhaswami, along with contemplation of the form of the Master. 3. Bhajan, listening to the sound current in meditation, the inner sound. Recitation of holy books or listening to their recital in satsang intelligently. Discussing the principles of the Radhaswami faith or listening to such discussion. Thinking about and reflecting upon matters pertaining to the Radhaswami faith and its practices and pondering them. And seven, examining the ways of one's mind and senses daily keeping them under control as far as possible. Prem Patra Radhaswami of Hazur Maharaj Rasalagram Bahadur You're hearing Spiritual Awakening Radio, a satsang edition, some of my favorite teachings and literature today of Hazur Maharaj Rasalagram Bahadur of Agra, India. The great Disciple and spiritual successor of Swamiji Maharaj and co-founder of the Radhaswami faith. After the break, lots more, more than I can get to or squeeze into this show. Lots more teachings of Hazur Maharaj. You're hearing Spiritual Awakening Radio. My name is James Bean. My email address is james at spiritualawakeningradio.com. You can contact me at this address, james at spiritualawakeningradio.com. 
Visit my website, spiritualawakeningradio.com, where you'll find a donate button. There are links to podcasts, blogs, spiritual quotes at Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Blogger, WordPress, and other sites. My Yahoo mailing list as well. Yes, Yahoo still exists. Lots at the website, spiritualawakeningradio.com. After the break, some background on Hazur and lots more teachings of Hazur Maharaj, Prem Updesh Radhaswami, the love teachings of the Radhaswami faith. Stay tuned. Updesh Radhaswami, the love teachings of the Radhaswami faith, the love teachings of Hazur Maharaj Raisalagram. Hazur Maharaj very much emphasized not only Surat Shabda Yoga or this very otherworldly form of inner light and sound meditation, exploring inner space, but he also emphasized love as being the foundation of this out-of-this-world meditation practice. In a new blog I just put up the other day, I wrote, Attempts at soul travel, spiritual science, quote-unquote, or mystical experiences divorced from following the ethical precepts and love for the Supreme Being amount to merely an illusion an astral illusion of inner light and sound. Huzur Maharaj described love as being central to the practice. If you take that love element out, you end up with a kind of new age soul travel of the astral plane. But love opens up a passageway to the supreme lord of love in the ocean of love. So a love focus, a love emphasis is very important when it comes to the soul ascending not just any old place, but to the right place within. Or as Rumi once said, if in thirst you drink water from a cup, you see God in it. Those who are not in love with God will see only their own faces in it. From the Love Discourses of the Lord of the Soul, Prem Patra Radhaswami, Volume 4 of Hazur Maharaj. Intense love and yearning, love for and faith in the Supreme Being, Radhaswami Dayal, and the Sant Sat Guru, or Living Master, will gradually go on increasing in the company of sincere and devoted practitioners. Bliss and joy will also be experienced in the performance of the meditation practices. If love and yearning are intense, the Sansat Guru will, by his will, grant his darshan or vision and grace. 
he will advance the practitioner in his meditation practices by helping him internally as well as externally. Azura Maharaj. I love how that most intriguing paragraph ends. You'll get divine grace in your inner space or within during your meditation explorations, but also there is divine grace and blessings in the outside world as well, or externally in your life. Grace within, grace without. I want to go over those key devotional practices once again mentioned earlier. It should be noted that all of the following activities are included in devotional practices. One, Simran, the mental repetition of the mantra of the Holy Name, which in the case of the Radhaswami faith, Agra Radhaswami, is the name Radhaswami. Two, Simran with Dhyan, or repetition mentally, with the tongue of thought in your mind, of the sacred name Radhaswami, while at the same time visualizing the form of one's initiating guru, the living master. Three, Bhajan, leaving off those first two practices of Simran, or doing Simran while also visualizing the form of the Master or Dion meditation. Instead, focusing on listening to the inner sound, the sound beyond the silence in meditation. That's called Bhajan, the third practice. And then the rest of the thing, things on Huzur's list are focusing attention and daily and, and regular reminders to pay attention and keep on focusing, keep keeping on paying attention to the teachings, to come back again and again. Staying on the path. Four, recitation of holy books or listening to their recital in satsang intelligently. Five, discussing the principles of the Radhaswami faith or listening to such discussion. 6. Thinking about and reflecting on matters pertaining to the Radhaswami faith and its practices and pondering them, or in other words, in other words, internalizing them. And finally, 7th, examining the ways of one's mind and senses daily, keeping them under control as far as possible. A very impressive list of techniques to keep in mind. Examining the ways of one's mind and senses, like a, like a journal or a diary or mental time of introspection at the end of the day. Thinking about what's going on, the themes of the day and recent times in your life. And keeping under control the thoughts and impulses and, you know, self-correcting, self-introspection. That's very key as well. Focusing on the teachings, self-correcting, adjusting, which requires examining. One has to be consciously aware of what's going on if you want to make changes in your life, in your thought, in the way you think about things or believe about things. Thoughts, words, or deeds. 
And then, of course, the meditation practices, Simran, Simran with Dhyan, and Bhajan, the going within practices mentioned on this list, which is described as devotional practices, practices of love for the spiritual path with the intent of staying on the path. You're hearing Spiritual Awakening Radio. Coming up after the break, more on the power of attention. The word surat means the attention faculty of the soul. It's a very powerful thing, what you focus your attention on. And we'll continue exploring the teachings of Hazur Maharaj, Rai Salagram, Bahadur of the Radhaswami faith, based in Agra, India and all of the wonderful books of Hazur. I'll give you also some background on Hazur as well. There's a great emphasis on love and devotion in the teachings of Hazur Maharaj Rai Salagram. There's also a great emphasis on how we focus our attention. What influences do we let into our minds? What influences do we allow to roam freely in our lives? Or as Kabir once said, who is it we spend our entire life loving? If we're influenced by the company we keep. And as Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, a man is what he thinks about all day long. And we become kind of transformed by the thoughts we think and the other individuals we befriend and the teachings we read. If we become that, it's good to be very cautious about what thoughts and influences we allow to roam freely in our minds and in our lives. What are the influences you let into your life? It's been my observation, by being on the internet for a while now, that a lot of people are drowning in a lot of spiritual quotes that come from the astral plane, the causal plane, the mental plane, the etheric plane, representing paths and practices from many different realms and affecting various chakras and subtle bodies, going in all sorts of different directions. If you see a recipe for a certain Indian dish, you have the ingredients. You use those ingredients and you get the result of creating that dish. But what if you just dump in like 15 or 20 different herbs and, and you know a lot of different ingredients, you'll get a different recipe. You'll get something else. So if instead of paying attention to the teachings of the masters, we're just drowning in spiritual quotes on the internet, and being tugged and pulled in various directions all the time, 
There is the concern. There is the danger that we're going to end up getting that. Or perhaps getting nowhere or getting no results at all. Don't let your mind drown in eclectic New Age spiritual quotes on the internet. So many paths, so many religions, so little time. It's been my observation that in the category of spiritual teachings, influences, and motivations, the serious Sant Mat disciple or devotee must make the teachings of the masters their top priority. Otherwise, we just end up hopelessly distracted and off-center, not properly motivated to seek initiation or follow the guidance of the masters or do our meditation practice. Our minds drown in feel-good syrupy passages about stuff we already know, stuff that ain't so, perhaps sometimes stuff that doesn't matter whether it's true or not, stuff going on out there, beliefs and different things. Yeah, but what's going to benefit us? How do we make progress in our own lives? Sometimes there are quotes that may seem harmless and yet provide us with no destination. So we just end up getting talked out of our dreams, distracted from our yearnings to return to the abode of love in the highest of heavens, the home of the soul. There are three levels of satsang. There is the level of studying the teachings, reading scriptures, reading books of the masters, hearing their recitation in different ways, online or reading an e-book or, or in person at a at a satsang gathering. There's another level of association or satsang sitting at the feet of a living teacher. The act of Upanishad, sitting at the feet of the master, taking in their spiritual discourse in close proximity. And the ultimate level of association is merging back into the Supreme Being again. That's the ultimate satsang another term for meditation that's successful to the degree that one starts to merge into the Supreme Being. Who is it we let into our lives? What are the influences? Are they master influences or are they tugging us, dragging us, distracting us, taking us in other directions? We need to always pay close attention to what influences we let into our lives. A man is what he thinks about all day long. What are we building? What are we constructing? What's the recipe? Are we following a specific recipe or is it going to be a huge hodgepodge of the unappetizing all stirred together? A kind of rainbow soup of the sweet and the sour all fighting each other, all of these ingredients at war with one another. The soul or spirit should be given nourishment and pleasure, just as done in the case of body and mind, says Huzura Maharaj. It appears proper for everyone, whether man or woman, that as they work day and night for providing nourishment and enjoyment to their body, mind, and senses, 
They must also work a little for securing sustenance and nourishment for their spirit. If they will do so with sincerity, they would themselves feel its beneficial effects after practicing meditation for a short time and would then realize within themselves the presence of the Supreme Being and His grace. The spirit can get the highest form of nourishment, pleasure, strength, and freshness if it rises upwards by the practices of Surat Shab Yoga, inner light and sound meditation, and be brought into contact or merged with or merged into the current of nectar which comes from above. Nourishment for our body, yes. Nourishment for our minds, also. And nourishment for our soul, our spirit. I use those terms interchangeably. Soul, spirit, the real me, the real you. The true identity of the soul that life force which which makes us alive. Nourishment for the soul too is something we must always be endeavoring to partake of. More Spiritual Awakening Radio coming up after this break. hearing Spiritual Awakening Radio. My name is James Bean. It's great today to be exploring the life and teachings of Hazur Maharaj Raisalagram Bahadur of the Radhaswami faith of India. Hazur was born in 1829 and passed on in 1898. He was born in Agra on March 14th, 1829. He served his spiritual master, Swamiji Maharaj, from 1858 to 1878. Hazur Maharaj was born in Agra. He served as a chief inspector of post offices in British India and became postmaster general in 1881 of the northwestern provinces based in Allahabad. He was the first Indian to hold that position. He came in contact with his guru, Shiv Dayal Singh, also known as Swamiji Maharaj or Sant Radhaswami Sahib, in 1858 in Agra, becoming one of the earliest, one of the early disciples of Swamiji, attending his satsang in Agra. He had a deep faith in his guru and became a follower of the Radhaswami spiritual movement. He served his master, his spiritual master and Sansat guru, Swamiji Maharaj, for many years. And after Swamiji's death, he retired from his job as postmaster and took up the role of guru in Agra. He passed on December 6, 1898. Hazur Maharaj published the writings of his spiritual master, Seth Shiv Dayal Singh, the Sarbachan Radhaswami poetry, 
Prose and other writings of Swamiji were published by Hazur Maharaj. Hazur is also one of the greatest writers in the history of Sant Mat and the Radha Swami faith, a prolific writer. With six volumes known as Prem Patra Radha Swami. There's a huge collection of hymns that he composed that were sung in satsang, divided into four volumes Prem Bani Radha Swami, volumes one through four. An introduction to the Radha Swami faith, a very fine introduction and wonderful spiritual classic known as Radha Swami Mat Prakash which was authored in English and circulated in North America as the very first Sant Mott book to reach North America, including California and British Columbia and Washington State, back around the time of the turn of the century, the beginning of the 20th century, as the first book in English on the path of the masters. Radhaswami Mott Sandesh is another book. There's Radhaswami Mott Updesh, Sar Updesh, Nij Updesh, Guru Updesh, Jagat Prakash, a kind of collection of esoteric instructions for satsangis. And of course, Prem Updesh Radhaswami, the love discourses of the Lord of the Soul, or the love instructions of Radhaswami. Some of the finest discourses on Sant Mat to ever be published. Seven teachings of the Radha Swami faith. It is proper and essential for every spiritual devotee to understand and believe in the following seven points, according to Hazur. One, Radha Swami Dayal, the compassionate Lord of the soul, is the supreme being and omnipotent. Two, the soul is a particle of the Supreme Being, Radhaswami Dayal. Three, the abode of Radhaswami is the real home of, of all souls, of all the spirit entities. In the beginning, the current of sound, the current of Shabd, emanated from there. In course of its descent, it went on creating spheres or realms at various stages. Four, this world is a region of maya or illusion and kal purush, a kind of false god or cosmic ego, lesser god. It is subject to constant changes or samsara. Nothing is stable and permanent here. One should not therefore expect to stay here forever or to consider this region as one's home. 5. A Parmathi or spiritual seeker or devotee who aspires to reach the holy feet of the true supreme being stands in need of the Sant Satguru who is from the abode of Radhaswami and who holds its secrets. He will guide one on the path. 6. A true spiritual devotee needs the company of the Sant-Sat Guru and his loving disciples, company or satsang or association, so that he may receive help internally and externally in the performance of 
the meditation practices. And seven, salvation or liberation, Jiva Mukti, is possible with the practices of Surit Shabd Yoga, the union of the soul with the divine light and sound of the Supreme Being in meditation. For the Surat or spirit has descended along the current of Shabd and can revert along this very current. All other currents have originated in the region of Maya or illusion and they also end within the same region. Prempatra Radhaswami a wonderful book one of the actually one of the volumes of Prempatra by Huzur Maharaj on how that the soul may focus on the divine current of the supreme being and make the ascension once again following merging into that current and going all the way back to the ocean of love the ocean of Radhaswami, Radhaswami Dham, the abode of love, the abode of the Lord of the soul. A soul, all souls, are particles, rays, emanations of this ocean of love. All souls are drops from the ocean of God, rays from the divine light, or sun, if you will. Drops from the divine ocean is another metaphor. The soul is a particle of the Supreme Being and we can merge back into the Supreme Being again, the Lord of the Soul, merciful, compassionate Radhaswami Dayal. Thanks for joining me today on Spiritual Awakening Radio. Mm-hmm.